0: time for some fame time time for some fame time time for some famous this week that should be the theme song (laughs) it's me Priyanka what's my name we're gonna dive into our brand new drag race winner Lil Nas X's pregnancy and so much more oh plus we got more voicemails stay tuned forever Hi everyone and welcome to Famous This Week, a podcast where I break down the top most famous moments in pop culture this week. Now before I dive into the fame whores, let's talk about my week. I am officially back in Toronto, Ontario, Canada at my home and I have to tell you that I am sad. (laughs) I had such an incredible time in the UK overseas, like I need everyone to know that, like, I literally was the pop star diva icon that I always wanted to be, like, touring my album, having people sing me back the songs, meet and greets. I have so many. I had to buy an extra suitcase to bring back gifts. I've seen a lot of celebrities throw out their gifts, but I'm, like, new to this. I'm like, I'm just going to keep them all. Is that okay? (laughs) Um, I I think it's like so it's so incredible and 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 now now I'm back and I was on the phone with my mom earlier and she's like oh like are are you tired and I was like honestly no I'm depressed like I want to stay on the road I want to keep touring I want to keep doing shows I have yet to tour the U S and I know that a lot of you listeners are from the U S so don't worry because Priyanka's coming coming on through and she's coming on soon and she's coming on to you. I think that's a little disgusting. Anyways, now it's time to meet our fame horse. We have searched the internet high and low to find our top moments from pop culture this week. Now, I have good news. We have another diva in the winner's circle and everyone is talking about them and it's a big deal. Because it's RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 6. The first ever transgender contestant is the winner. And this is amazing because this happened um, this week. And and the internet completely exploded. Like, this is why it's so cool that RuPaul's Drag Race is such a big um, pedestal for all these things. Because, like, they truly, like, shape culture. I think that RuPaul's Drag Race has shaped culture these, these, these days. and. It's amazing that within all of that, there is a transgender person who won, who's also 38 years old. I think like for someone that just hit their 30s, you often have like a little bit of age fear where you're like, I'm in my 30s. Like, am I, is it done? Like, have I hit the, have I hit the peaks? The valleys, you know, or am I in the valleys I do not I d I don't I don't know how people say that. It's a white people thing. Anyways, I think that it's so cool because like not only was she trans, what well, not she is not was is trans, Kylie, Sonic love. Um She's 38 and a winner and is at the beginning of an amazing, amazing, amazing reign. That's going to be incredible. $100,000 in the the bank and a spot in the Drag Race Hall of Fame. I'm so excited to have a new sister join me because now we're sisters. And I don't know if you all know this, but whenever a drag race um, queen is crowned, that means that they are dating me. So now I'm dating Kylie Sonique Love. And also what's weird about that is my drag last name is Priyanka Love, which means that... The marriage certificate was, the marriage the marriage certificate was filed before I even knew. Okay, I passed along the winner's luck, and the interesting thing about uh, Kylie Sonique Love is on my birthday, randomly she was watching my Instagram live, and we went live together. And I think it was through that I passed on the winner's luck. I'm just saying. I know it's a little bit of like hypothetical theoretical but i think that i have the power and i'm hoping that when miss thing goes on tour she gets all the touring money i think whenever you have a reign i think it's important that you do a big project that's going to set up the rest of your career because all eyes are on you and i think that like she needs like a a something. She loves music, so I would love an album fra- from her. I would love a visual album, maybe. Um, and also, I just want to meet the bitch. I, th- I think she'd be a good time, and I'd love to do a shot of tequila. Does she drink? Is she sober? I don't think she's sober. It's fine if she is. I don't mind. I don't mind sober people. I love them, honestly. Sometimes I wish I was sober. Not because I have an issue or anything, but just because I'm like, it's the hangovers for me. Like, can we talk about that and how, like, whenever you do shows as a drag queen, there's just vodka flying backstage at all times. And I love a shot of vodka, a shot of tequila. A lot of the fans in the meet and greets actually bought me shots of tequila. And I was living and I was vibing. And I think it's important to remember that... We need to drink some lots of water to not be hungover, because I woke up with some nasty hangovers because of the Fanyankas. So thank you. Time to move on to our next fame whore. What's her name, Priyanka? It's me again. It's crazy. It's crazy how famous I am, actually. The Canada's Drag Race Reunion has officially aired on Crave and Wow Presents Plus. And it's out there. And it's so funny, because a lot of the girls in our contracts, it says, like, Um, when the year is up like when the finale ends then you're allowed to kind of like be out of this contract a lot of girls have been talking about like they have receipts and and things have happened but I don't really know what they're talking about I think it's hard when you have to ask for approvals on things like being a a drag artist you're like often very in control of your career and when you become a drag race girl and you are a contestant on a Really big TV show that pays a lot of people. Um, the stakes are a little bit higher, which is why you have to go through all these different things and people and approvals. And I think a lot of drag race girls don't like that, which is why I think what 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 these girls are talking about. But no one brought it up on the reading special, as you saw. And but all, for all of you who are wondering what this drama I'm talking about is. I just need you to watch it. I need you to watch it and on next week's show I'll dive into the deep, deep, dark secrets that I'm holding within right now. I just want to give everyone the time to take it in because it's not like a typical like, oh, we have to watch at this time. It's just up on a streaming service and now you have to watch it and you're going to go watch it and then we're all going to cry together. Okay? It's funny that I talked about being sober today because Chrissy Teigen says she's been sober for 50 days. Chrissy Teigen is counting the days... She's reached the number 50, and um, she's 50 days sober, okay? Five zero. Now, it doesn't seem like a law, but for those of you who have ever struggled with being sober, it's a monumental thing to happen. Chrissy has had issues with alcohol for a while, and last No-be- November, she lost her baby because of her family history with alcohol abuse. Now, she's not necessarily swearing off off alcohol for life but she says that she might end up drinking at some point in the future now i think that this is great i love talking about alcohol i talk about it with a lot of people because i think a lot of us have very interesting relationships with alcohol and even food too i think that like whenever you whenever you find something in your life that is like an escape you tend to turn to that thing that is an escape. And for some people, it's being a fan of drag queens. Or for some people, it's listening to a podcast. Or for some people, it's alcohol. For some people, it's food. For some people, it's drugs, right? Now, I think it's so interesting to talk about this because I I didn't drink more during the pandemic. I just never, ever really drank until my 20s because I was so focused on putting my career together that I just never really saw it. I'd always be, like, dancing at the clubs with a bottle of water in my hand, sober all the time, and I'd kind of, like, look down on people who were drinking. I don't know why, and I was like, oh, they're drinking. (laughs) Um, And then once I left college and started to go to, like, um, like, like, um... Not rap party. Yeah, like rap parties for productions that I was working on. Then I would start drinking, you know, quite, quite often. Then going out and finding myself. Then I would start doing all the shots. And then once I started drag, like that's when the drinking became way too much. And there was a time where I had to check in with myself to be like, oh my God, like, am I Okay, like am I drinking too much? Do I have to rely on this to perform? Am I I was hung over waking up, you know, every single morning going to work and it's awful. I wake up in bed with this with Popeyes on my nightstand. And luckily the alcohol wasn't leading me down darker paths. Like I wasn't doing drugs. I wasn't going to weird after parties, but I was like, I was drinking a lot and it was affecting me. And I did a month sober, and it was so great. And I remember, same as Chrissy Teigen, like, counting down the days, and then when my birthday hit, uh, because I did it for the month of May, I was like, great, I'm done. And that was amazing, and my body looks much more snatched than it was when I was drinking alcohol, that's for sure. But... I didn't ever feel like I had to quit. Um, I try. I always have a drink before I I go on stage. I try not to get too blackout because there have been times where I've been on stage and I'm drunk and I hate it. I hate myself for it. I hate myself for it. It's it's not fun because I love performing. I take so much pride in performing. So I get, I get this. I, I relate to to this story because a lot of us just have a drink and drinks turn into shots with your friends and for the selfies and then all of a sudden time to come. On stage for the the number that you're being paid to do, and you're a little too blackout to do it. So, mind yourself, know yourself, know your limits, and always check in with yourself. That is my advice to you. Now, on that note, let's take a quick break, and we'll be our <laughs> we are be will be our on famous this week with me, Priyanka. everyone, and welcome back to Famous to Speak with what's my name, Priyanka! We're here, being famous. I am officially back from my UK leg on the Taste Test Tour. And if you want me to come somewhere, just message me on Instagram. to say hello at the Queen Priyanka. Come to my city. And I'll come. I'll do a show. I'll do big venues. I'll do small venues. I'll come do a fucking show in your living room, because that's what being famous is. The dedication to my fans. To my fans. Somebody that I want to talk about today, who's... A fame whore this week is Lil Nas X, who will forever be relevant in my opinion. Everything that Lil Nas does is so fun. It's so captivating. It reminds me of like, not, not that I was alive, but it reminds me of like hearing like what Madonna used to do back in the day when she would do all these like crazy things and people would like write about her every single day, like literally shared baby photos to spark controversy. He says 12 more days until Montero is here, which is what the name of his album is and does like a full pregnancy photo shoot, continues to release all these photos. There's one of him in a selfie. There's one of him holding flowers. Um, I think this is amazing. So he made sure to make it a moment that people couldn't stop talking about, which is why we're talking about here. But that's what you got to do with these projects. Like I was saying with to, to Sonique is that like, you know, Lil Nas knows that it's his moment. Montero, the song, completely blew up. So whatever, like how are you going to top a devil coming down you know to hell via stripper pole do you understand what I mean you have to keep shocking people and that's what Lil Nas is doing Lil Nas will forever be our reigning queen so we have to take some notes comedian Donald Rawlings I don't even know who that is who is Donald Rawlings anyways he says I'm with freedom of what I'm oh I'm with freedom or whatever but at this point Lil Nas is fucking the minds of kids what are your thoughts how do I explain this shit to my son and then Lil Nas said, I would love to discuss this with no anger or judgment It's your call. Um I wanna say that watching somebody like Lil Nas literally pave the way and fight all the fights that he is fighting right now by doing what he's doing and sticking up for the communities that are the LGBTQI2S Plus. Um, I think it's incredible. I mean, like, I think it's important, like it's one thing to like. For people to, like, say these, like, to to do things and have people call you out and then not respond. But Lil Nas trolls his haters, which is why I love it so much. Because that's what needs to happen more is, like, the accountability of, like, saying homophobic things. Like, okay, Donnell, if your son sees a man pregnant, like, why can't a man be pregnant?
1: But also, too, Priyanka, do you remember that old movie from, like, the 80s or 90s where Arnold Schwarzenegger was pregnant? Like, nobody, like... Flipped to shit then when Arnold Schwarzenegger was pregnant. You also had Cosmo from the Fairly Odd Parents. They were pregnant and they had a baby. Yeah. Ain't nobody care about that.
0: No. And we all know what it is. We all know why it's such a big deal that Lil Nas X did this. Because, number one, he's an openly gay man. And number two the color of his skin. If he was white, I bet you no one would say anything. And I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. I hate that it's our reality and I hate to bring it up, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you how it is and that's how it is. Honestly. Honestly. But there is a question in here that I do want to answer is, do you think that there are anything that kids should not see? Now, as a former kids TV host, I relate to this because I remember being so scared like writing segments and, and there's always this mandate like everything has to be cool and squeaky clean and blah, 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 blah. But I remember this this guy, so in Canada, if you are from Canada and, and you're older-ish, like older than even me, you would have watched YTV and there was a, a PJ called PJ Phil. And I remember meeting him and it was like meeting like YTV royalty, like he was the kids TV host before all kids TV hosts. And I was like, hey, like, do you have any advice when writing these segments for kids? Like, I, I, like, do I keep it A, B, C, D, or do I kind of go in and be a little bit more mature with, with, with it? And he was like, kids are smarter than anyone thinks, and I don't understand why we dumb everything down for for them. It makes no sense at all. They're going to learn it eventually. They're going to learn it eventually. And it's not like I'm saying they have to watch porn on TV. But, like, they, they, they can see somebody kiss. They can see somebody, you know, being gay. Like, this is fine because, like it's up to parents to educate their kids and say like, yeah, that's fine. That's, you know, he's in his twenties and he's a, he's a musician who's openly gay and, and he wanted to do this for fun. Just explain it to, to them. Um, I think that like there, there's no, you know, as Lil Nas said, there doesn't have to be anger or judgment. Um, I think kids should see everything. When I was younger, I asked my mom, I was like, Mommy, where do kids come from? Like, where, where do babies come from? I want a sister. I never got a sister, but I did become the sister. Surprise. And my mom was like, oh, um, let's go to the library. And instead of telling us that a motherfucking stork pulled up to the porch and dropped a little nasty-ass infant on my door, she literally bought us, book, like, science books And, like, they were, like, we see, like, the anatomy of of humans and see where babies come from. Like, that's not fun. That's not fun at all. But, But I'm happy that she told us because, like, honestly, like, you know, I wouldn't know where babies come from because, like, she taught me. But as I said, like, that's not necessarily something a kid has to see. That's something that you don't learn until, like, biology in grade 10. So, anyways. Stunts. As a famous person. Now, I think that if you're ever gonna release a project, you have to go balls to the wall and go as big as you can. And I'm learning that as an artist myself is that like, as a drag queen, we're used to being, a, as a drag race queen, we're used to like being on the show, posting a runway photo, everyone gags over it, and whatever the drama is from our season, we always call back to it. Jimbo was robbed, my paper dress, my Miss Cleo was bad, Gr- you know, all this shit I always talk about all the time, which I love. But As artists, it's up to us to create new stunts and new things for people to talk about. So I think they are very, very important to have in order to stay famous. That's all I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, though. Now, I would like to touch on something that made me feel not so famous last week. I was doing a segment And no one picked up their phone. So we're gonna try it again. It's time for Drag Queen Speed Dial. I'm gonna go through my contacts in my phone, starting from A to Z, and call Drag Queens until someone picks up for an on the spot interview. I swear to God, if they don't pick up, I'm gonna be so mad. Okay. Who should we try today? Let's try Hattie in Closet. Let's see what that bitch is doing. I feel like I saw her recently. She just did, didn't she just do a. A video with Trixie? Or am I dreaming? She did. Everyone hates me. Nobody likes you, Priyanka. Nobody likes me. Nobody. Oh.
2: Hello? Oh, Priyanka.
0: Well, first of all, I've been calling you for the last 14 days. Have you really? And do you have a boy bead on? No. Why is your skin so perfect? I'm blessed. Okay, yeah, so okay. I'm recording. No. I was, I've was. had to do a game called Drag Queen Speed Dial to see who to pick up. And you won the game.
2: Oh, did I win? What did I
0: win? You won. Um. You. I'm going to bless you. You uh, win a blessing. Okay, fabulous. And your blessing is you're going to be famous for the rest of your life.
2: Oh, shit, yeah.
0: I want to know a couple of things from you in this phone call. Okay. How famous do you feel this week? Um, well, I just got off tour. I met a bunch of people that love me, so I feel really, really cool right now. I'm so proud really of cool. you. Was it so fun?
2: It was. It was my first official tour and everything.
0: Yeah, because you're an icon. Do you understand what I mean?
2: Oh, stop it.
0: No, I'm not an icon. Yes, you are. You have to believe in yourself. I'm telling you.
2: Absolutely. Always.
0: Okay, next question. Okay. How famous do you think I am this week?
2: You're an icon yourself, a legend. Truly.
0: The one and only. Oh, you're about to ask. Ask ask her what the craziest fan experience she's (laughs) had. So now that you just wrapped up this big old tour and you're super famous now, what's the craziest fan experience that you had? Oh, goodness. Um, this, this
3: one fan uh, sent me a video of him boning his boyfriend <gasps> uh,
2: because he wanted me to follow his boyfriend because his boyfriend was a big fan of mine.
0: So you saw a butthole?
2: I saw more than
0: that. <coughs> what's more than that?
2: Everything. <laughs>
0: you saw the insides?
2: Oh my! Oh Jesus! I, I
0: thought I'm going throw up. Oh, I like your outfit. Are you going out tonight? No, I just went out
2: and uh, hung out, had brunch, out with some friends, some nice people, and I'm here trying to finish making my bed.
0: This is what fame is. You're just making your bed. Well, okay. Well, I love you. Um, uh-huh. Would you ever do All Stars? Would I? Yeah.
2: Probably. I mean, if they would
0: ask, maybe. I think you'd be good at. I think you'd be good at it. You
2: think so?
0: Yeah, you're a star.
2: Oh, stop it! Have you been drinking?
0: No, I want to drink. But maybe I'll drink tomorrow. I have a show in Toronto. Um, I'll just. I'll. I'll have a couple of drinks for you.
2: Please do. When are you back in
0: LA? I'm back in LA in October. October? Yeah. Fuck. I'm
2: out. I'm. I'm in the UK all
0: of October. You are. Are you, are you doing the Halloween tour? Yeah, I'm on the Halloween oh, they took me off of it. <laughs> well, one of us is more famous than the other, apparently. Dry. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, bye. I love you. That's so funny. She went into like drag queen, like 101. Like, we literally call each other, put the FaceTime down, and then just start doing errands. Like, she wasn't making up her bed before I called her, but she all all of a sudden decided just to make her bed. I'm obsessed. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be our B. everyone and welcome back to Famous This Week with me, the one, the only, Peronka. Let's take a sip of my water. It's ASMR. Yeah. ASMR. Uh, we cover the pop culture and now it's time to make y'all famous, the fans. Let's open up the mailbox for Call Me Now. Every single week I open my mailbox up. My mailbox, oh, I'm sorry, my voice mailbox. And just my box in general. And you can reach me at 661-977-6855. So pause the podcast right now, call me at 661-977-6855, and leave me a voicemail or send me a text message, and I may play it or read it on the show next week. I want to hear it all. Ask me anything. The segment is all about you, the listener. So be sure to drop me a line at 661-977-6855. That's I just burped. Oops. 661 977 6855. And I will be right there to take your calls. Okay, I won't be there. It'll be just a voicemail. You know what I mean? Okay, let's see. Let's, let's, let's do a voicemail.
3: Hello. My name is Alex, and I am hailing from the great city of Pennsylvania. Jesus fucking Christ. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I want to get your take on road rage. I am currently driving home from my job right now, listening to your wonderful podcast, and I am filled with road rage, and I'm not even paying attention to half things you say. I'm sorry. I love you. So I wanted to understand the Canadian side to road rage, if it's road night or whatever you guys do, Um, I love you. I listen to you every Tuesday. You come out. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say. I love you. Have a great night. Bye.
0: I that made my heart so happy. I know it's about road rage and and he's mad, but like that's so cute. Like he's just in like little Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. Is Philadelphia in Pennsylvania? Yes. How does the maps work? Pennsylvania is in Philadelphia. Uh, Wait, I thought Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania and Philadelphia are two. What? Mm-hmm. Philadelphia isn't its own state. Yeah,
1: no, Philadelphia is not its own state. It's just a city.
0: Jesus Christ! I just applied for my U.S. visa. Based on that, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting. It. It's been revoked. I will be stopped at the border for that. Okay, road rage. Listen, I am a driver. I drove my entire life. And I need to tell you that dealing with road rage, there is no way other than to know that, like, I have no patience for anyone's bullshit on the road. Like, why do you think it's it's necessary to cut me off? Why do you think it's necessary? Like, when people are on their phone and they're driving, it makes me want to die. Like, I look over and they're looking down. I'm like, how can you see what's in front of you? You know what I mean? Like, don't do that. Like, you're putting my life at risk, and I'm famous. So anyways, Alec, have that same mentality, and it'll calm you down. Next voicemail. It's
3: Okay, let me get your attention. The last time I had a guy over, he comes over, asks me not to shower. I'm like, whatever, okay, sounds good. This isn't fuck talk, whatever. And uh, when he comes over, he sticks his finger in my butt, tastes it, and goes, not for me, thank you, and then gets up and leaves. Um... Anyways, now that I have your attention, come to Denver and let me take you to dinner.
0: Bye, Bianca. <laughs> no! Absolutely! That story is so iconic. That is my kind of story, bitch. I love stories like that. First of all, hey. Second of all, what do you mean he stuck it and said not for me? Like, you don't have a choice, hun. You chose the flavor, and it was for me not to shower. So you can't make me feel like my smell is nasty. No, absolutely not. But yes, I will see you in Denver for dinner. I love you so much. Thank you for sharing that iconic story. But please make sure you shower before I show up. Next voicemail. Hey, Pree.
3: um This is Maddie from the Netherlands. Yes, international um firstly I just want to say that I love the podcast I generally love where you're going I love your work so much I'm streaming your EP like every day um I love your songs they give me like such a constant boost makes me feel like I'm like a bad bitch busy bitch if you will that's me for an anxious hoe like me so that's the first thing secondly I have a question for you um, if you had to write a book, what would you write it about? And can be about it yourself. can be an autobiography. It can be about like anything. What would you write it about? So that's my question. Hope you'll answer it. Um, good luck with your tour in the UK. And I hope to see you soon in another one someday. Okay, bye.
0: Great. Thank you, Madison. Um... Okay, first of all, I love you so much. It means a lot that you say that you like Bitch, I'm Busy, because I love that song. Because I'm a busy bitch. Bitch, I'm busy. Bitch, I'm busy. Um, I would want to say that my book, I, I've had, like, ideas for a couple of books. I really want to, like, sit down and dig into my brain and think about all the different encounters I've had with men in my life and write a chapter per Guy, like the stories that I have are so messed up. Like, one time there was this guy, and like, as I was throwing up in the toilet, he was still trying to hook up with me. Like, what? He was like, It's fine, like, I know you're drunk, but like, you consent. I was like, Yeah, yeah, but like, later, like, let me just get this out. And he was like, Trying, to... I think his name was Ryan. <laughs> so, yeah, I would do like a book like that, which would be really, really fun to talk about. And then I would do a proper autobiography that would that calls, uh, that's called, um, That's called, I don't know what it's called. It's still in the making. We're still writing it as as we speak. Okay, should we do one more voicemail? Yeah,
1: let's do one more.
0: Hello, Priyanka.
1: We love the podcast.
3: My name is Maddie. I'm a costume designer and podcaster from sunny Orlando, Florida. And I've been working on a new project uh, that has me thinking a lot about lies my parents told me. So I wanted to ask Ah. you straight from your mouth. What was a lie that maybe your parents or grown-ups around you told you when you were younger that's like, adversely affected you as an adult that really just kind of fucked you up? Uh, thanks again for the podcast. You bring so much light to so many of us every week. You're a true winner, a true icon, and a true goddess of chaos. Thank you. You're the best.
0: I love you. That was amazing. Um, I, that really means a lot. Um, I, that's an amazing question. Like, my my brain is trying to think of all the awful things they taught me, like... Or that they, that they would tell me. Like, my parents were fucking liars growing up. I knew they were. They had four kids. I, I, I'm one of four boys. And they just constantly lied to us. There were some nights where, like, okay, like, good night. Like, see you tomorrow morning. They're like, okay, good night. Go go to bed. Wake up. They're missing. They went to New York on a trip but didn't want to bring us. So they left me because we'd, we'd cry. <laughs> they would disappear on, on us. I'm trying to think of, like, other weird lies. Like, you know what? When people say, oh, don't drink that because that's going to happen. My mom told me that if I wore Vaseline on my lips, my lips would turn black. That's a lie. Um, <laughs> that's kind of like a really random thing. <laughs> like, as soon as I said that, I realized how ridiculous that is. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just one of those things that, like, parents say to their kids because, like, their parents may have told them that. And then, like, that's why they say it. I'm trying to think of other things. But I feel like, Joseph, do you have anything that your parents lied to you about?
1: I mean, they they probably lied a whole lot. I like trying to remember if there's anything that like I distinctly remember, but I do yeah. remember when I was younger. My brother was five years. My brothers and I are five years apart, and he's youngest. <clears throat> and in our bathroom, he would always pee on the toilet seat. And it always annoyed me. So yeah. I told him when yeah. he was like four years old that there were cameras in the bathroom and he better stop, <gasps> or it could be put on the internet. And he freaked out. And he never did.
0: Oh, uh, this like what people used to say, like, if you pee in, in a pool, it turns red. Yeah, I remember that. But, like, I pee in pools all the time. It doesn't come red, it doesn't turn red.
1: Yeah, that was just one of those shits that they try to get you with.
0: Do you pee in the pool?
1: Uh, yeah. Like, you know, you like what you gotta do is you gotta, like, either, like, swim under, like, you can't just stand because everybody will know. You have to, like, no, you little,
0: gotta, like, really move a it around. Shake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god okay well i'll be doing calls every single week so leave me a voicemail at 661-977-6855 or email me at famousthisweek at gmail.com i gotta tell you something i love hearing the voicemails it's also incredible that like you know being a canadian queen hearing all the people from america and netherlands and the uk reach out means the world because that means that i'm gonna come and tour and we're gonna have a fucking party all right now it's time to place your bets What will people still be talking about next week? Of all the things we talked about this week, which will still be the trending topic, I think it's going to be Lil Nas X for sure. And next week, I do want y'all to tune back into Famous It This Week, because I know you do listen every single week, but I'm going to be dishing some really deep and dark secrets about the Canada's Drag Race reunion because someone tried to call your girl out and they really hurt my feelings, and I'm going to tell you everything that happened behind the scenes. That's it for Famous This Week. I'm Priyanka. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Famous This Week, wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave the pod a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. To keep up with things I talk about on the pod, go follow at Forever Dog Team and Mom Podcast on Instagram. And while you're at it, give me a follow too, if you haven't already, at the Queen Priyanka. I'm on TikTok, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. I'm everywhere. I'll be back next week for more pop culture moments and very famous things. My name is Priyanka. What's my name? Priyanka! Bye! Forever Dog. To listen to Famous This Week ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Famous This Week is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by me, Priyanka. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Celio, and Alex Ramsey.